0: Hello, and welcome to Season 3 of Godless Heathens. I'm your host, Dr. Vincent West, medical doctor of the Phantasm Podcast. And Godless Heathens is a little thing that I started, uh, I guess, three years ago. Like right before COVID hit. Like December 2019. So, yeah. uh, A lot of people maybe have never got to check it out. Please check it out. It's available where all your great streaming stuff is available, I think, anyway. Um, Anyway, today's interview is going to be with the newest addition to a band called Bloodbath. His name is Tomas, and we're going to be talking about their new record that's available now on Napalm Records. So check out uh, my interview with Tomas from Bloodbath, and it's a track-by-track. And Welcome again to Season 3 of Godless Heathens.
1: You. Thanks for having me. It's
0: really cool. Awesome. Thank you so much for doing this. Um, and then uh, we'll just talk about this new album. Uh, first of all, real quick uh, for Bloodbath fans, uh, can you uh, tell us how you uh, came to join the band?
1: Uh, it was uh, the Keratonia's bass player, Niklas Nick, Nick, Sandin. It's his fault because I've known him for over 20 years. And when uh, I don't remember the exact date or time, of really, but. Katona needed someone to step in and do some live guitar, so I did that for a while for Katona, and then I get to know Anders and Jonas, who plays in Bloodbath, of course. And when uh, uh, Patri Eriksson, uh, Sodomizer, when he was going to do something else, they need uh, for they needed me to step in. Well, they asked me if I could step in for three shows uh, in 2017 or 16 or something like cool. that with Bloodbath shows, and I said yes, and then. Um, a little bit back and forth, and
0: now I'm in the band. <laughs> excellent, <laughs> so quick, excellent. Um, I'm also y- you're also in the band Lick, is that right? Yes, that's correct. I'm a fan of that band. Uh, uh I'm not really oh. sure who I got to speak with before, I don't believe it was with you a few years ago, uh, through a, a metal blade, and uh, that was a really cool interview. I'm a fan of that, so love, love oh, okay. Lick, it's really good stuff. Um, but yeah, it's exciting that you're in Bloodbath. Um, uh are you going to be uh, doing more live shows and whatnot with Bloodbath as well? Then now.
1: Oh, oh yes! Oh yes! Um, we haven't really had that much booked because of the uh, other guys in the band. They have a lot to do with their other, you know, bands. Sure. So uh, we haven't. Nothing is really set for what to do as uh, as uh, support for this album. We haven't really. That much yet, but I guess it will come. And I heard, there's, you know, that summer festivals and stuff like that is going to be booked, and you know, all Excellent. this stuff. But nothing is nothing is really carved, uh, etched in stone. Is that how you say it?
0: Perfect, perfect. Um, well, yeah, let's jump right into this record, uh, "Survival of the Sickest." Uh, what can you tell us about the first track, uh, "Zombie Inferno"?
1: The first track is. Uh, the first, uh, the one of the odd, oddballs, or how you say it, the the, the track, the, the track that stands out the most from the album. It's way more uh, thrashier and uh, um, in that sense, it's uh, it's written by me uh, uh, and uh, Nick, uh, Nick Holmes, the singer. Uh-huh. Um, it's like a, I was like listening to. Uh, Lots of sepultura, so there's a lot of sepultura stuff going on there, and uh, with a mix of like death, uh, the band death, not death metal. So there's uh, like a sepultura meets death in a in a weird way, and it's also the first. It's the uh, um, it's the first track I wrote for this a- uh, album, so uh, it's uh, it's fun that it it was the first uh, track on the album. So yeah, it's uh, it's also the one, like I said earlier, it's the one that Stands out the most, I think. All the other are way more death metally.
0: Excellent, excellent. Uh, Let's see, track two, uh, "Putrefying Corpse."
1: Yeah, it's uh, it's uh, Anderson Nick. uh, uh, We have Barney Greenway on. um, He he does the chorus in that one. It's uh, awesome. um, It's uh, it starts off with like a um, sounds like an early. it's an early uh, Morbid Angel riff, something like that. Um, uh, it's it's a, it's very straight uh, straight to the point death metal with with a really catchy chorus. That's uh, yeah, it's really good. Really good track, actually.
0: Excellent, excellent. Uh, and let's see, track three, Dead Parade.
1: Dead Parade is uh, it's a really heavy track. Uh, also, Anders and Nick. Um, it's. Um, Let's say equivalent to uh, where the slime lives in a, in a sense you know it's something like that you know it' tries to uh, it's two too fast tracks you know some Inferno is really fast purifying corpses it's also a fast a fast track a lot lots of uh, fast drumming and stuff going on there and to take it down, we added uh, dead parade here because it's a slower and heavier track just to get some uh, you know the other vibes into it.
0: Excellent, excellent. Uh, track four: Malignant Maggot Therapy.
1: Yeah, here we got bored again by playing uh, slow death metal. So this is a really fast. Uh, it's uh, it's a it's um, me and Jonas's uh, song. Um, we we sat at Jonas place and he said we. Sh- we should really make a, um, I think he played some early D-side. Uh, <laughs> he, uh, he showed me an early clip of D-side playing live somewhere. I know it was like two, two, two or three lights uh, showing them playing. They had like armor on and were so crazy. It was really fast uh, thing going on. And he wanted me to have that uh, vibe while uh, playing, you know, try, like trying to make some riffs out of it. So it's a really fast, uh, D side E, the death metal track. Yeah,
0: excellent, <laughs> with excellent. Some really
1: nice vocal, vocals about uh, um, you know <laughs> using maggots as a, <laughs> a therapy for for uh, um, decomposing flesh to to uh, to uh, you know get away with murder or something like that. Yeah.
0: Excellent, excellent. Uh, let's that see. That is great. Uh, track five, carved.
1: Oh, carved. It's uh, Jonas's track. It's uh, a really ha- hard-hitting, like mid-tempo death metal with a. Um, it's also really catchy uh, chorus. Um, let's see here. Uh, it's just a, you know, again here it's it's perfect. Also the second. Um, the second single that we released oh cool and it's uh you know it's again also here like we have some fast tracks now we need something again on the album that it's like showing a new side of the band and uh, no, not a new side but you know on the album more uh, yeah, like something different here comes up you know it's a bit heavier not not yeah it's not that fast it's a it's a really cool groovy track I would say really really groovy lots of downstrokes and stuff like that
0: Excellent, excellent. Uh, track six, uh, "Born Infernal."
1: Born Infernal is a it's a Anders and uh, Nick again. Um, it's a really the opening riff is also something like you could you could have taken out of Altars of Madness or something like that. It's Very, very, <laughs> very much uh, uh, mo- uh, again, you know, Morbid Angel and stuff like that. You know, that that's that's the whole like the essence of this uh, album is like the Florida death metal scene and this is really something that could have come out of that in the early you know early 90s and stuff like that so yeah
0: excellent excellent uh track seven to die
1: to die it's Jonas's homage to uh, obituary <laughs> that's all I have to say about this track <laughs> and I think I think it's that yeah uh also jonas has placed the uh, solo on this track and it's Beautiful, beautiful. So, really, you know, when Jonas, is, Jonas brings out his his uh, catatonia um, vibe into into a part on that track, which is yeah, perfect. It's very, it's very. Oh, I got to talk a lot about this track. Anyway, it's very, um, it's very. Um, how do you say? It? It's very stupid in a good way. I, I love it. It's great.
0: Excellent, excellent. Um, And then track eight, Affliction of Extinction.
1: Yeah, it's uh, Nick and Anders again. It's a very... A lot of death. Uh, The album Death comes in here. Uh, Lots of... uh, I don't really know what Nick wrote lyrics to that, so I'm not too sure about his lyrics and what they're about and stuff like that. I'm not too good at that. But this is, again, you know, something uh today was more mid uh, mid paced again and now it's coming back a bit with uh, lots of uh, intricate riffing going on here Re- uh, a lot of you know really 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 cool cool riffs
0: right right uh track 9, tales of melting flesh
1: yeah same here it's Anders and Nick uh, I think this one track is the most melodic track actually it, it has I think it's this track that has to has a chorus which is very it's very s- swedish uh, it's a sweet blend between all the, all those uh, you know Florida death metal riffs, and and all of a sudden there comes this uh, melodic uh, chorus, which is yeah, it's cool. Really, also also good. Um, it also is a good you know place on the in the track track order. It's a really good. It's placed very good there because of it. Uh, it ends with a. Um, Music box, I think you call it. Uh huh. And yeah, it's very, it's very, yeah, it's like a listening to a to a book or something like that. If you like, uh, it's much happening. Must much, much things going on here, you know, with uh, in in, um, in between the songs. You know, it's so cool there. Excellent. And, um Like when it goes into Enviroside, the next track.
0: Uh, yeah, and, and speaking of that, uh, tell us about track ten, Enviroside.
1: Yeah, it's uh, it's me, me and Jonas again, um, it's, uh, when I write stuff, it's always Morbid Angel and stuff like that, so it's very much, it's a fast, you know, fast, early Morbid Angel-ish um, track, I would say. I think it, the first, the opening riff there was the first riff I wrote when we talked about making this album, so, yeah. It's really cool that it, that it, you know, in a sense like when you hear someone say, "Hey, we're going to do some more Florida-style death metal and then the first riff I came up with ends up on the album. That's really
0: cool. Excellent, excellent. And then the last track, uh, Eleven, uh, No God Before Me.
1: Yeah, it's Jonas. It's a perfect uh, ending track. It's a really slow-paced uh, uh, No God Before Me, of course, is... Uh, marsh to uh, again morbid Angel, there's a lot of morbid angel here going on right. uh, God of emptiness the, the track from covenant with uh, morbid angel is you know uh, it's a very slow very heavy slow pace track um, and uh, the, the chorus is uh, like uh, the chorus has uh, this this whole choir singing no God before me in uh, like yeah, it's it's very all the other tracks are very in your face uh, you know even if there's fast or slow it's very much in your face all the time this one has more it leaves you a bit more uh, room to breathe uh, and it's perfect fit for the for the end of the album it ends also very apocalyptic i think is with only the chorus singing and stuff like that so it's a perfect track to end an album with
0: Excellent, excellent. And then, uh, can you tell us about the recording process for *Survival of the Sickest*? Yeah. Uh,
1: we had uh, Axe recorded his parts. The drummer Martin Axe. Yes. He recorded his parts uh, uh, where where he lives in his uh, own studio thingy, and uh, then our uh, the guy. Uh, producer and recording of other stuff Lawrence McRory, he uh, put all the, the files and stuff together and made it make it made it sound brutal and cool and then sent it to us and we recorded everything in a, in a little studio in uh, in Stockholm uh, we recorded the guitars there and the bass and also when we flew in Nick he also recorded the vocals there um, Nothing really much to say other than uh, long sweaty days uh, of just playing a lot. We don't do anything. We're not a, a cool band that drinks and partying and stuff like that while recording. We just want to make sure it's, uh, it becomes good music and of course. we can have a good time afterwards. So it's it's very boring but also uh, good because that's the way I want it. Because I'm <laughs> I I'm so serious when it comes to music. <laughs>
0: Excellent, excellent. Um, and then, what about the cover art for *Survival of the Sickest*? Oh, uh,
1: it's uh, what, uh, Ben Scooter. It's so. Um, it's so. I was not in so much involved in. Uh, I, I think it was Anders who was most in most in touch with him, uh, and. Uh, and uh, when he showed me the the, the result, with the, because I think I think he already had the idea in his head, you know what was what he wanted, and then when he showed me with the blue uh, blue logo and then survival of the sickest uh, in the I don't know what you call it exclamation marks, you call it that when you have to like <laughs> I don't know, but it's just the reeks of old old know, uh, death metal from the early nineties. It's so it's so perfect for the album, for this album it's perfect,
0: Excellent. we
1: also did like the photos we took for the album we, we used, uh, uh, I don't know if people get it, but we have the, I don't know if you call it flannel flannel shirt, can, if they call it that, you know, a, a shirt with, uh, like the wood shoppers use,
0: <laughs> Right.
1: you know, a uh, square, uh, a shirt with square marks, a square square patterns on it because it's way so um that was uh, what it's like a grunge uh, shirt but (laughs) it's what the what's what the the death metal kids in sweden had before you know everyone got cool you know when we like 88 89 stuff uh, early pictures so yeah that's why we use that as a homage to that you know everything is about death metal from when we were kids really that's what it's all about this you know so it's horror and uh, horror and fun
0: <laughs> awesome and as far as your get- guitar setup that you would use with Lick was there did you use a different rig and guitar setup for uh, survival of the sickest
1: oh, oh yes oh yes in Lick uh, there's a lot of uh, HM2 going on there uh, as it's supposed to be in in that case in in the in, in in the in the Bloodbath here, it's more um, we got we were Bloodbath has been uh, having HM two a lot in the sound. There's a lot of HM two going on on all the tracks, and and this time we said, yeah, there's, there's a lot of talking about the HM two all the time. Let's just skip it this time. So we skipped it this time, and uh, Lawrence, uh, may, we uh, we didn't dial in the sound in the studio. We used. Um, some uh, you know guitar uh, uh, modeling amp modeling stuff instead, and record the guitars, and then Lawrence set set the sound in uh, in his studio. And I know it's he has like a PVGSX as a top, and then into a uh, Mesa Boogie four x twelve cab, and then uh, some. I think he used some crazy pedals, like uh, I don't know. If it's if it uh, uber metal or something it's called and um, and you know some strange pedals, but not too much of those of course because they sound like crazy. Metal zone I think had yeah, also boss metal zone was added in the chain. So it's nothing really, you know, crazy or something stuff something like that. But the the sound is perfect, I think.
0: Oh song. yeah. Yeah, it's definitely got a killer tone to it. And then uh as far as shows, do you all have anything you're gonna be doing or? Bloodbath?
1: Uh, uh, Sadly, uh, no. no, Nothing really confirmed yet. Okay. Uh, The other guys have so much with their other... Of course, yeah. Uh, So it's... uh, They have busy... They are really busy, so... If there's some time in between, maybe, we have some shows coming on. I don't really know anything yet, so...
0: And then for you, are you are you all working on New Lick stuff right now, or...?
1: Uh, I am going. We are going to start. We 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 um. We wanted to play live for the album, you know, to to like get, you know, get these new songs out. Sure. The, out, of, out of our system, you know, not just to play for other people, but for to get them out of our our systems ourselves, you know. It, right. If you if you play the tracks live, you know, you get to oh, this is you know how it how it is and and how it feels to play live and and then you get excited for writing new tracks so uh, started some you know ideas i got in my head for like an opening track and stuff like that but nothing is uh, nothing is really started yet but uh, and also <laughs> uh, i don't know i always want to make a better i don't know of course old bands do that but i want to make next album always better if i can for for me anyway uh, I guess all the other guys are the same in the band but you know and, and it's a bit hard to top the Misanthropic Breed album because it's I think it's very very good so uh, yeah it's gonna be uh, hard but once yeah, I guess once we start it will be fun and cool so I'm just gonna find uh, the right you know Right. Mindset for doing that. I'm doing a lot of electronic music at the moment. Oh, so cool. So I'm just going to uh, trying that out for a while.
0: Well, Lick is a great band. Um, I'm excited for you to be in Bloodbath. I think that's so cool. Uh, everybody listening, Survival of the Sickest arrives from Bloodbath on September 9th on Napalm Records. Dude, thank you so much for taking the time to do this today. I appreciate you. Oh,
1: thank you so much. Thank you.